You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Story here out of Australia. Australians have become very familiar with postage delays in recent years, but no one ever expects their postcard to be delayed 42 years. However, that is exactly what happened to a postcard sent from Sydney to a house in Westgate in southwest England. The postcard was sent on August 27th, 1981. What, did they drop that message in the bottle? It arrived at its address on De- in December of 2023. Uh, Samantha Williams, who now lives in the address in southwest England that the postcard was it's sent to. It's not even to, the same people anymore. No, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, told the BBC its origins remain a mystery. Williams said that she would love to deliver the letter to the man it was addressed to, Steve Paget or Padge as he is referred to in the postcard. Where you at, old Padge? Uh, the card includes a number of pictures of the Sydney Opera House when it was a spry 10 years old. Huh. Well, that's pretty cool, actually. That is cool. Makes me think I'm missing something by yeah. never checking my mail. Uh, as the holiday season quickly descends upon us, you'll be going to Christmas parties, no doubt, holiday parties. Uh, there are, uh, I'll tell you the drink you're supposed to avoid in just a minute. Did you know that the average person will consume, you know, you know for women it's 1,200 calories a day. Right. For men it's 2,000. Okay. The average person on Christmas Day will consume, would you care to guess, how many calories? 1,700. Are we combining men and women? I believe we are in uh, this story. 2,300. Much higher. Really? Because you got to add that pie in there. 5,000? No way. Higher. Oh, stop. Stop it. 7,000. Lower, 6,000. Wow. Yep. 6,000 calories? Mm-hmm. If you go to the average office party, care to guess how many calories you will consume at the average office party? Um, 4,900. Sure. 4,900. The one drink you should avoid because it is packed oh, with calories. Oh, eggnog. Uh, the one in the giant bowl. Uh, this has more calories than a Big Mac. One glass has more calories than a Big Mac. Long Island iced teas. Really? Yep. I wouldn't have guessed that. So That's here, like vodka and it's clear. The Long Island iced tea contains a whopping number of calories up to 770 calories, depending on the ingredients used. And if you don't care about calories, you should just avoid it altogether at company holiday parties because that's how you lose your job. Wow. Those things yeah. get you. <laughs> that's right. We did don't stop by, two. Sam and I, the little um, holiday party yeah, that they have for us. It was very, nice very lovely. Yeah. And also, you know, not crazy. It was just down on Johnson Drive and everybody went. Dane and Hughes from the Chiefs was there. All the nice. sports guys popped in. Um, but I did find myself munching on some um, cinnamon popcorn, which I never otherwise would have done because it's all just sitting out, you know? They had a buffet. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm like, there's some cinnamon popcorn. I haven't had that since I was probably 10 years old. Gosh, I didn't even know. I made sure to get my caloric intake last night. It was so good. There was a lot of food out there and, you know. Cookies from Best Regards Bakery. Oh, yeah. You have to eat like six of those. Oh, yeah. I went back for seconds. (laughs) On the main line. 
<laughs> then there were churros. There were oh, churros with churros. chocolate and honey. Yes, man, I, I missed out. I got out it was there. quite the spread. I got there right as everything got cleaned up. It I think good. it was probably a five thousand uh, calorie meal. Yeah, I think it's really sweet that they threw that holiday party. I avoided that thing like the plague. <laughs> yeah, I figured. You know, you you've got. You know, I, 31 days of rehab under your belt. You, you do not. <laughs> Mild alcohol problem. Yes. <laughs> and this wasn't like a grill and bar. This no. was a capital B well, bar. No, no, this wasn't just, this was not at a dive bar. This was at my old dive oh, bar. Oh, I didn't know that was your old stomping uh, yeah, This was the Scott Parks watering hole so, back when you lived in So Rope Sully's, Hill. and I love Sully's, uh, great little dive bar. Yeah. But it, it was my dive bar because it was four blocks from my old house. And so if it was a random Saturday afternoon, I didn't have anything going on, wanted to go watch a football game and eat a pizza, I'd walk down to Sully's, yeah. get my drink on, and then walk home. There was no way in hell I was going to yeah. holiday party call. last night. Good for you. Trigger. Good call. No way. Yeah. Right? Trigger. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yes, avoid, if you can, the Long Island iced tea. <laughs> uh, story here from CNN. People who take the new injectable medication... Brand named Zepbound to shed pounds will need to stay on it if they want to keep the weight off. A new study confirms. So if you, if you are are using one of these new drugs, Ozempic, uh, the semaglutide drug, is it Wegovy? Is that how you pronounce Wegovy. it? Wegovy, yeah. uh, Manjaro, or Zepbound. They're saying if you start these drugs and you lose weight, the only way to keep it off is if you stay on the drugs. Oh, sure. You can't quit. You'll pry it out of my cold, <clears throat> dead, thin hands. Drugs like Ozempic, Wagovi, Manjaro, Zepbound have revolutionized the treatment of obesity, helping people lose significant amounts of weight without surgery. With 70% of Americans overweight or obese, geez, people are clamoring to take these drugs. Soaring demand has outstripped manufacturers' capacity to even make them reshaped the entire economy of an entire country and even has food sellers nervous that grocery markets may shrink as the masses, that's us, eat less. As effective as these medications are, however, they can be hard to take. They're very pricey with a cost of about $1,000 a month before insurance coverage. They also have significant side effects like nausea, vomiting, stomach pain, uh, some people have even complained of bowel obstructions and pancreatitis. Really, from the text line, Scott, you're asking Sam to pronounce something. Did he unveil the correct pronunciation for you? <laughs> He's going to unveil it. All right, seventy-one, seventy-one. <laughs> uh, I have no problem with that. I'll be on it for the rest of my life. Uh, and you're fine with that? Oh, beyond fine with that. And mm -hmm. I am still on the lowest dose. I've never graduated onto higher doses. I'm just on teeny tiny dose. But if it's something that you're going to have to develop a reliance to, because that's essentially what it is, why isn't insurance covering it, it if will. it is more cost-effective to it, weigh it less? Will. It will. What, what sucks right now, and this makes me so mad for people who need it, who have high blood pressure, who have diabetes, is that my nurse friend told me this. The insurance company will cover it right up until you're no longer diabetic, and then they yank the wool out from under you. And they say we're not going to cover it anymore. And the woman's like, why do you think they're no longer diabetic and they no longer have high mm -hmm. blood pressure? They've, they've lost, lost 70 weight. pounds. Right. And now you're going to take this away and they go right back, she says. So 
to me, they go insurance, right back to what? Gaining the yep, weight? insurance has not yet figured it out. Please do the return on investment on this. It is much, much more affordable to allow people to use the medication mm-hmm. than it is to start getting knee replacements and hip replacements and heart stents put in. Because, Scott, you're on high blood pressure meds, right? Yep. Can you imagine a world where you start taking high blood pressure medication and your blood pressure comes down? And then the day it comes down, your doctor goes, well, you're yep. fixed. That's a great point. You don't need it anymore. Because I do take lisinopril, but my blood pressure, especially you know, without any alcohol and, you know, working out and taking high blood pressure medication, I have normal blood pressure right now. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have got my blood pressure the other day. It was 124 over 75. You have normal blood That's pressure good. right now, and I have normal weight right now. Right. But never in a million years would I call my doctor and say, hey, I don't have high blood pressure anymore. Let's go ahead and start weaning me off the lisinopril. Don't you mean waning you off? No, I mean ween. I'm pretty sure we mean ween, Sam. Okay, and I'll unveil why I believe that in just a minute. <laughs> Sorry, uh, move forward, forward with your conversation. <laughs> Pam in Independence, 586-7798. Hello, Pam. Hi, Hello. I was on Wagovi in June, and it, they only had enough to give me one month's worth, and so at the end of the month, I had to go off it. And then two months later, they had some, and so my doctor filled it again. I've lost 50 pounds in that time, even with, like, being off it for a few months and then back on it. But I'm not gaining my weight back at all. I am just amazed that I'm not hungry. And I guess, I don't know if it's just I got used to not eating when I was on the Wagovi, but some of the stomach problems keep with you for a while, and it takes a while to get over it. Pam, I'm proud of you that you're staying the course. I have had zero side effects, and I have come off it. Because the compounding pharmacy they were using, like, we switched to another pharmacy. So I went on it, came off it for two months. What would you say, Scott? I gained probably 10 pounds back. I mean, bam. Mm-hmm. And it it's not even the weight. It's my brain. The squirrel came raging back. Yes. I, I know about the squirrel. The squirrel came yeah. raging back that is on that treadmill in my brain. Mm-hmm. And then they found a new pharmacy. Got my medicine again. Squirrel went bye-bye. Yep. And the squirrel works for me with alcohol, too. I can have one glass. I can maybe have two. But I don't have four anymore. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Sam and the others, you guys hang tight. You're all next. That guy over there is Sam Stevie the Third. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. Folks, we fell way short of our goal this year for Coats for Kids. And we've extended the campaign because the need is real in our community. There are children that go to the bus stop every single morning and they do not have a warm coat to put on while they're waiting at the bus stop. If you can help us, please do. Go to our website, kmbz.com. Click on the Coats for Kids logo. That'll take you to a safe and secured website where you can make your donation, if you would be so kind. Or just text in the word KMBZ Coats, one word, KMBZ Coats, to 44321. That's 44321. And thank you. Great, great question, seventy seven zero five. I don't know the answer. Uh, I don't take Ozempic or Wagovi or Monjero, but you take one of those, correct? You take uh, Ozempic, Wagovi. I believe. Yep. Wagovi, okay. Somebody says, 
Uh, what do these drugs do that help you lose weight? It throws a wet blanket over the center in your brain that goes And I think, you mentioned this during the break, in our lifetime, Scott, they will figure out a way to do this for alcoholics. I believe that. I believe before you and I leave this planet, there will be a drug like an Ozempic or a Wagovi or Manjaro that you take it and it instead of curbing your appetite, curbs your desire to drink. Now, anybody who is someone who suffers from a drinking problem will tell you, I don't have a drinking problem, I got a thinking problem. So how do you fix that squirrel in the cage? I I don't know the answer to that. And maybe we're whistling Dixie. Maybe maybe my life will come to an end and there won't be some Wagovi drug for alcohol. Who knows? But the story that we have in front of us today says if you take, or maybe somewhere down the road, you're going to take, because 70% of us are overweight or obese, Ozempic, Wagovi, Monjero, or this new one called Zepbound. This story from CNN says if you want to keep that weight off, get ready to take those drugs for the rest of your life. And some of them do come with a cost of about $1,000 a month. Which that I don't understand. Before insurance kicks in. Now, now that'll go down. That that will go down over time as their, co- uh, not copyrights, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, generics. Yeah. Once the generics come on the market, the, the cost of these drugs will go significantly down. Uh, Sam and Raytown. Sam, hello. Welcome. Hey, guys. How are you? Thank you for uh, putting me on. Hey, you know, I... I uh, I take my journal. I've taken it for a little over a year. Uh, mine was triggered because my my sugar was crazy high to the point to where they thought I was going to die. Uh, I had to go to the ER. Uh, they got it down. And I don't drink. I don't smoke. I watch what I eat. It's genetic, I guess. And so my doctor said, why don't you try this? I said, okay. So I started taking it. And uh, it leveled my sugar. I took a little bit. Now it's down over under 100. But the side effect I wasn't expecting is I started losing weight. Hmm. And I've lost 60 pounds. Good for you. And I just, you know, I, I, had, I had to buy new clothes. I was, I was right? my wife said, yeah. My wife said, you look like you're homeless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. that, that is the one uh, side effect that is costly, I will tell you. <laughs> None of my clothes fit. Th- that's a good thing. Yeah. 913-586-7798. James in Lee Summit. James, good afternoon. Hey, how you doing? Hey, doing Scott, well. what was the name of that blood pressure medicine he was taking again? I, I take lisinopril. Okay, I was on that for over 30 years. Six okay. months ago, my tongue swelled up, and I almost choked to death. And that's one yeah. of the side effects to that. So you might want to be a little careful. They, they switched me to something else on it. And the other deal with Dana, the, uh, I'm in a donut hole right now. The last 12, I can do two, two months, no, no, 10 months. In the last two months, I'm on my own, and it goes up to seven hundred to a thousand dollars for me. Wow. I mean, it's it's worth it, but I it, have it no. It is, but I James, that's not effect. that's not sustainable. Is it because right, you've right. lost weight that it's so expensive? No, no. I got a donut hole. Uh, you know that you fall in because of your insurance, and then you're on your own. It's like a little cap there. I mean, it's two months. You know, I make it two months, then I then I 
I'm still on it. I, I can't come off of it. You come out, off of it, then you got to start everything over. It's yeah. not good to come off of it. But but you're right, though. They need to find another way to even cover that for the people that don't hold. Amen, James. Amen. Okay. Uh, patent, was, patent was the word I was looking for a minute ago. Uh, Lisa in Raytown. Lisa, good afternoon. Hi. Hi. I was wanting to explain to you about, you were talking earlier about um, uh, coming up with a pill in your lifetime for people to not crave the drink. Mm-hmm. Well, they already do that. And I know from experience, because I'm a recovering alcoholic, that the moment I got out of detox, I was on it. And they told me to stay on for a year. But I kind of quit before that, and that's been almost two years ago, and I still don't crave the alcohol. And I even live in a home where my husband drinks, his brother lives with us, he drinks, and I have no problem at all. You know, I go to my meetings, but, you know, that helps. But there is a drug, and there's others besides that, but I cannot think of what they are. are you I just about, know are, the are one talking, that I was on. Are you talking about an abuse? No, 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 no. Anabuse is a completely different thing. Anabuse makes makes you sick when you drink. That's right. No, this takes away, it it works with your brain. Hmm. And it takes away the alcohol cravings. It's just like um, Chantex for cigarettes. Lisa, we'll look it up. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know what what you speak, but yeah, we'll look Uh, it up. Here's what I do know. If you are going to take these medications or any medication... It is important to follow the instructions. What happened? Well, Scott, <laughs> Poison Control is reporting that they have received a 3,000 spike in calls due to Ozempic overdoses this year. And decimal point is important. One woman was supposed to take point zero one, and instead point of 1.01 took 1. zero. So she's really skinny. Skinny but, and dumb. Hadn't eaten in three years. <laughs> just, I just don't have the urge. You, you do have to inject yourself. <laughs> they have a 1,500% increase in oh poison God. control calls since 2019, and most of the calls are Ozempic dosage errors. Follow the directions. Carefully. One is very, very different than point one. Why is there a zero in front of that? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why don't I ever eat? <laughs> ever. 913-586-7798. Quick break here at the bottom of the hour. Dana Wright, Sam Stevie. My name is Scott here on KMBZ. Kind of a dreary cloudy Thursday afternoon. Oh, don't forget, tomorrow at 5 o'clock, we do it every Friday at 5. It is the airing of the grievances, Festivus Friday, 5 o'clock every Friday afternoon here on Dana and Park. So, you know, I, I brought you a little souvenir, and I brought Sam a little souvenir when I got back from Biloxi, but one of the things I didn't tell you is that every time I go down there, all of those little shops in Ocean Springs just make my heart very, very happy, and I usually try to bring home one or two things for the house that remind me of the Gulf, because you know how much I love it down there. Mm-hmm. And so this year, I got a print that I'm going to have Pedro frame down on Johnson Drive. And I also noticed that outside of my um, grandparents' house, where my mom and dad live now, they inherited a bunch of chimes. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm now 
chime old. Oh, no. Because this year I said to the kids, you know, I kind of think I want to chime. And they go, what? And I go, you know, it like reminds me of grandma's house. It's very soothing. So I go into this little boutique down in uh, downtown Ocean Springs. Oh, my God, my favorite little place. Oh, you've crossed over. I'm now a burger, a chime connoisseur of the chime. Oh, no. Are you on the monthly subscription for Depends or the six months? Not yet. I'm I'm starting out slow with six months. Okay. Uh, Bought myself a clapper. I can clap on and clap off. Do do you subscribe to their monthly publication, Chime? (laughs) It holds a lot of dung. You can find that on... Coffee tables throughout Leewood. I did, all joking aside, get some kind of publication the other day for aging Johnson County people. And that went right to the trash. But anyway, (laughs) I decided, you know what? What a great (laughs) thing to buy for the house. I'm going to get a couple of chimes. And we went into the store, and they are handmade by local artists, and they're these beautiful glass pieces. Wood chimes? Oh, they had some of those, but I went with the glass. Really heavy, beautiful, blown glass. And then at the end, one bell on one, one bell on the other. And it's a. It's a deeper sound. It's more of a dong dong instead of the ding ding. What, what does it sound like? It made me very happy. So I bring these home. <laughs> dong dong. And my handyman comes over today. Uh, and breaks it? Tim the tool man. Oh. And I said, hey, before you go, you know, I have my little list of embarrassing things that Chris and I don't know how to do. Yeah. But I said, I have these chimes that I got in Biloxi. Would you please, like, would you put one out here and one in the back and then I'll leave you alone? He says, yeah. So I'm getting ready to leave. And he says, hey, will you show me where you want the chime hung out by your new front porch swing. Uh-huh. I come out with my little chime, and I'm like, I love it. I go, well, just put it here in the corner. And I'm like kind of showing him so it's centered behind the porch swing. <laughs> he looks at me, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, I feel like it needs to be where there's wind. <laughs> <laughs> that no be, way. That would be important. I asked him to hang it. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna put a fan up. He is the put most fan up patient human being you have ever met. He did not make fun of me. He just goes, uh-huh, I see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is centered with your porch swing, but he said, I feel like if you want it to chime, maybe it would be better in front of the swing where there's wind. <laughs> See, I love the sound of the bamboo chime. I'll get you one the next time I'm down south. See, he's just, also an incredibly honest handyman, too, because yeah. any other handyman would we'll have been like, just hang it Perfect. right where you said. And then a week later, get a call back that says, hey, it's Can not, you move it? it's it's not it's chiming. My What's chime's going on? broken. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> what? Hang on for a second. And, and listen, there, there are things in my house I can't do. At some point, I'm going to allow you to call him because I'm open and honest about everything on this program, yeah, sure. and he will tell you how bad we are. Okay, there are things I could not do. I, For example, um, I would not trust myself to hang a porch swing. Yeah. That would be expected to hold upwards of 400 pounds of human flesh. Tim has done that for us. I, and, and I would, if, if I bought a porch swing and I didn't, mm-hmm. I would hire somebody to hang it for me, mm-hmm. so make sure it's everything's in the studs, it, nobody's falling on top uh, of it. We tried to have him fix the HVAC and the vent was closed in Sophie's room. Dana... This the is vent a wind chime. Was closed. This is a wind. Did not chime. come with instructions. It doesn't need to. But you do. Pro tip: you cannot put it where the side of the house shields said chime. Correct. In the corner where I directed him to place it. 
Right. Did, did the chime already have a hook to hang it with? Yes, it did. They always come with one. No, no, it had a little loop de loop. He needed That's what I'm to talking hang about. it. Yeah, he 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 had the hook. I don't so, own uh, hooks. I, I, I can't believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> All you it's in the hook drawer. The look on his face. The only thing you need to hang a chime is a ladder. No, it's not that. It's like no. right here. Okay, a step ladder. But he was hook. there, and it's what he does. I know, but when he's there doing that, he's charging you money. Not to hang a chime. Oh, uh, yes. He did put a new shower head in. I'm so excited. We went with the full blast and the wand. Merry Christmas, Chris Getz. I mean, that's that's it. Isn't that so soothing? You needed him to put in a shower head? Yeah. You just unscrew him, put on a little plumber's tape, and screw the new one Do on. Do I look like I have even heard of plumber's tape? Uh, Scott, you're ignoring Let the alone fact. have... Pl- Tim is on our payroll because we don't know how to switch light plates out because Chris one day said the light plate, quote, is making a funny noise when I turn it on and off. And I went over to the light plate. The screw was missing at the bottom and it was going ring to ding to ding. It was hanging. And every time he turned the light on, it made a noise. And I said, let me get this straight because Tim was an engineer. You want me to tell Tim that the light plate is making a noise. Oh, gosh. Oh, we're beyond bad. And then you ask me if I have plumber's tape? He didn't know how to screw a screw into a light switch. At least I know how to do that. Just use your thumb and go, noise ceased to exist. And and how do we open a vent? (laughs) Wow. Well, you get a stepladder. Call your handyman. And it was actually and, and get a hand. It was actually not. And you up get high. you get okay. So you you leave the step ladder downstairs. You just walk up to the skip vent. Skip step one. You go to the vent, and there's a little little knob on a little switch, mm-hmm. and you just push it in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Pro tip: If you look in the vent while you're doing it, you can see whether You'll or not see it's, if open. it's open or not. I'm telling you. There are things that we all do well in life. That's right. And there That's are things right. we don't. That's right. And, and and listen, I was not blessed. I can't turn the timer on on our lights on our pergola. Don't know how to do it. I asked him today, can you do that again for me? Yeah. And he said, would you like it on during the dark hours? And I said, yes. Yes, please. Because right now, it's on during the light hours. <laughs> and I think that has how something to do happen? with daylight saving time, but I don't know. <laughs> like, I am not crafty around the house. If... if if, if something goes out, I'm in trouble. If you think for one minute that I'm bad, Chris, Chris is Ketz worse. is worse. Can you? All right. We'll get Tim to call in. He'll tell you. But I'm not, don't you dare ask him his last name. I, I won't. Okay. Is it, is it awkward? No. Oh. oh, Tim awkward. Yeah. It's good. Good cat. Tim is in the family. Let me tell you a story. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Joel Goldberg with the Royals. Calls me a couple of months ago and says, hey, I know you've got a guy. And I go, I, I can't, Joel. I can't. I cannot give you the guy. What? He wanted Tim to come over. And I said. You said no? To Joel Goldberg, let me get back with you on that. Dana Yes, right. I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Dana yes, Leanne Wright. It's like a drug deal. I go, here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to call, see if it's okay that I give 
Tim your number. You mean give Tim but more business? But this is a one-time deal, Joel. Don't really go calling like in a drug dealer. Don't go calling in any more favors, no, 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 Joel. No, no, no. Don't worry. I'll tell him you're chill. Tim is very like very in demand, and we don't want like he will say to you, "I can't take any more clients because Dana and Chris are crazy." What? <laughs> yes. What happens at your house when the fire alarm or detector starts to beep? We call Tim. Oh, God. Three times a year, I make him sweep all of the smoke detectors and the um, carbon monoxide detector. You know, Three I'm, times a year? I don't. I worry that one of them's not going to go off. You're supposed to do it twice. Willem won't hear it. You know I'm weird about fire. You change the clock, switch the battery. That's right. Tim changes the clocks, too. Okay. <laughs> Can we get Tim on the phone, please? She won't give me his number, I asked. Hell no. I will call him and see if he will call in. What What is is he, a drug dealer? Is it Mexican cartel? Ask Joel. With the Royals. I said no. Patrick Mahomes could call me and say, can you give me Tim's number? No. Maybe. Maybe. If I got to meet Taylor, maybe. Taylor Swift calls. Says she needs needs Tim's number to come over to Travis's house. For Travis and Taylor, yes. They've got a smoke detector that's going off. They need the battery switched out immediately. Uh, If it's going off, call 911. (laughs) Not Tim. 913-586-7798. What's all that smoke? Why is my house ablaze? 913-586-7798. So apparently, in our fair city, there is a coveted phone number. And it's not Travis Kelsey's direct line. It's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not George Brett. It's not the mayor. That coveted phone number that one woman has and you don't (laughs) belongs to Tim the Handyman. And we'll talk to him in just a moment. But first, Joe Goldberg. From the Kansas City Royals broadcast, who tried very hard, Joel, to get the number of Tim the Handyman from Dana Wright's cold, cold grip. Yeah. So, first off, uh, Scott, good to talk to you. Dana, nice to hear you in the background there. I'm going to do my best Dana storytelling here and just try to tell it just like it is. No exaggeration whatsoever. I did what a reasonable thing would do with a friend and a neighbor. I texted Ketzer and said, you got a good handyman. I need some work on some stuff. He said, yep, got a great guy. Just call Dana. She's got the number. You would have thought that I had asked not for Travis Kelsey's number, not for Patrick Mahomes or Salvador Perez. You would have thought that I asked for Taylor Swift's number. So now only two of us in the whole city have Taylor Swift's number, as uh, i.e. Tim the Handyman, not actually Taylor. That would be me and Dana Wright. I also want to say that there are there are rules and regulations. I had to sign uh, uh, a non-disclosure, and the only way he's allowed to come to my house is if he's already in the neighborhood doing work on Dana's house. Which is every day. Right. Okay. That's wow. it. Wow. That's the truth. That's the whole story. I That's told I him got. I would allow him to bundle up with me. We can bundle it, <laughs> but it, only if he doesn't keep going back to that well. I need to go back to it. I've been scared to ask. <laughs> Joel, always great to hear your voice, my friend. Love Thank you, you, my friend. See you soon. Bye, guys. All right. 
We've got him. <laughs> Tim the Handyman on the hotline. Tim, I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's such a privilege. I feel very honored, let me tell you. The honor is mine. Wind <laughs> chime I, hanger. I had to text Dana that she ever uh, got a request that from Patrick or Travis that they needed help. Just go ahead and give out my number. That's okay. I will do that. And All yes, right. yes, you did hang a chime for me in a place that I asked to hang it without wind. <laughs> Tim, how did that go the other day? <laughs> that was today. <laughs> oh, how did that go earlier today? She she calls me up and says, hey, I need this done. And while I'm there, then there's usually 15 other things that, you know, <laughs> while you're here. Oh, by the way, so it's always entertaining when I'm there. What's the dumbest thing you've been asked to do at the cat's house? Oh, boy. Uh, well, there was the whole mouse issue. That's not necessarily a dumb thing, but that was... Uh, what happened with the mice? Well, remember when she was fighting the mice in the garage and all that? Oh, are you the one who came up with the contraption? No. Where they would I walk up the so. broom handle and fall into the bucket? No, no. No, oh. no. no but I, she wanted me to go around the house and see where they were getting in. So that was uh, entertaining anyway. Where were they getting in? Well, there was a hole. It's apparently right underneath the bathtub in her master <gasps> bedroom, bathroom. A, gi- um, a gigantic hole. Oh, yeah. They, were, they were get, they were getting in through the master bedroom? That was the only place I could find. Oh, my. They were getting in the basement there, and then from the basement they could go wherever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I've already told them, Tim, about my phobia about fires, and so we have, you know, 19 smoke detectors, I think. In the <laughs> yeah, Tim, is that true that you, you change out the smoke detector batteries uh, three times a year? Well, you know, I do whatever she needs done, right? He's the absolute best. And I do feel like that's right, Tim. And I do feel like sometimes. (laughs) Right. Right. I hear you, brother. I hear you. I do feel like I'm not the worst client you've ever had. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you if you want to tell yourself that. Top five. I'm probably in the top five. Um, you, you're one of the most entertaining. I'll say that. <laughs> I am so excited. Yeah, so I, I am so excited to see you guys on uh, New Year's Eve, and thank you for hanging my chimes in a place where wind will chime them. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tim, how did you tell Dana that the chimes were going into a location where they would not work? Well. <laughs> She wanted to put them. You heard about her swing on the front porch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. She wanted to put them behind the swing. Well, it's a covered porch. <laughs> and I'm like, Dana, I don't think they're going to time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story, Tim. We love you. Be well, Tim the handyman. The doorbell didn't work either. You know why? Needed a battery. Did Tim provide you a battery? He and did. He replaced it for you? He did. Sounds like a good man. He's such a good man. All right, news coming up with Dan Weinbaum in two minutes. Quick break here on Dana and Parks. We'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.